This is Radio Maria, and this is 5678 Faith. Hello, hello. This is Radio Maria and we have a new show. This is our first episode in the new series, 5678 Faith. <laughs> and I'm Helena, your host for the next couple of weeks this summer. And we are going to be looking at some different music uh, numbers from musical theatre, from films, uh, from or, or just background music for theatre uh, or films as well. And how this different kind of music thing can help in enhance a show, enhance a film, and in some ways it might be able to enhance your spiritual life. But more about that later. Each week I'll have a couple of different guests on, speaking about different ways, sharing their ideas, and hopefully we might introduce you to some new shows or films or who knows. Uh, in During Vatican II, the John Paul, Pope John Paul, Pope St. John Paul II wanted to really make sure that our faith could be shared in a variety of ways. And who knows variety better than the stage? Today I've got Sister Cecilia with me from the Dominicans here in Cambridge. Is it? But you're the Dominican sisters. Cecilia, straighten me out here. Sure, well, that might take a while. But in terms <laughs> of this, in terms of this, um, yeah, so uh, in Cambridge, so we, yes, we are the Dominican sisters. We belong to the Stone Dominicans. Uh, and so here in Cambridge, we have the Novitiate House. And is it called so St. Catherine's Novitiate? Well, the, the, so, it's, so the Stone Dominicans, a full title is um, the English Congregation of... Um, the Dominicans of St. Catherine of Siena, something like that. There we go. I was like, there's a Catherine yeah. in there. That's that a I'm heaps missing. long acronym, though. I love it. I love it. I, lo- I mean, the more acronyms, the better. Oh, L-O-L. <laughs> Ruffle. <laughs> so thank you, Sister Cecilia, for joining me today. My pleasure. And now for everybody listening, you may think, oh, Helena must be a theatre expert. Sister Cecilia must be a brilliant expert. Well, we're both brilliant, I'll give you that. Uh, But theatre experts, maybe not so much. I will say that I have got, (laughs) I went through the programme, spent the money on it, got the degrees, uh, spent some time in New York. But you know what? God was calling me in a different direction. But that doesn't mean I haven't continued to enjoy and love what I've seen through my fellow friends, colleagues, fellow students um, on the White Way, on the West Day, West End, all the different ways. And so, Sister Celia, what, what is your experience with theatre, films, etc.? Well, I, I was one of those classic uh, kids brought up through theatre. I was very, very fortunate with that. Went on, same as yourself, studied at uni with double major in music and drama. And in Australia especially, and I think over here it seems to be as well, the amateur theatre scene is alive yes. and well. And so I've been very fortunate from a theatre scene to have been in plays, directed plays, been music director, been in the orchestra, all that kind of stuff. And um, so always a hoot. So I love I love doing plays, especially I love directing plays because you can just bring so much out of it. But there's something just fun about musicals and you're here in the orchestra tune up and you're on stage oh. and it just it's just incredible. And um yeah, and then 
before I left, I got to do um, uh, a couple of yeah short films and do got to appear in a, a feature film, which was kind of kind of fun. Mixing with the big wigs and seeing how it all works—that was a bit of a hoot as well. Yeah. Did you get to do anything with Chris Hemsworth? That's my—that <laughs> was my my or huge. I'm just gonna start naming Australian. Yeah, performers. everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone lists those two: Chris Hemsworth and Hugh Jackman. There you go. Um, oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. She's great. Well, we had so that I was the film I was in with lots of a couple of Americans and uh, English and Dennis Mortimer was in it from as UK actor. Um, but uh, Jackie Weaver was the main. Uh, what, Jackie Weaver. And she's so lovely. There you go. Yeah. When we post about this show as a podcast, do you think I could get away with like doing hashtag Jackie Weaver, hashtag Hugh Jackman? <laughs> uh, no. 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 <laughs> Hugh Jackman might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. Oh, we could have. Yeah. Oh, we've got a song. He was. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see how. Oh, now you've challenged me, Sister Cecilia. Well, there's so many. I mean, obviously, he's probably most well known in terms of more recently for um, Les Miserables. Um, but. Uh, he really got uh, the role of boy from yes. Oz. He was that was a real feature for him, um, and, and a workout. And yes, he's even more fabulous in real life. Yeah, <laughs> his wife uh, does a lot of in New York. Does a lot of stuff with Healthcore. Oh, look at mm. oh, shout out to Healthcore, and that's helping teenagers uh, with health, especially in lower income schools. And so she, he was there. I, I was helping with the fundraiser. So he, we were. My six degrees of separation with Hugh Jackman is his wife and health. <laughs> nice. Nicely played. There you go. But I never got to meet him in person. Not yet. Until he comes on our show. I'm Hashtag joking. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Maybe if anyone has any connections. But I, to be honest, what I'm loving is, and this is what I hope you guys, our Radio Maria community loves, understand that we, we, we are not... A listers and what, but what we do is we love what music, what theater, musical theater or films can really do to our hearts and how it really helps us connect with the outer world. And who's out in that outer world? But Jesus. And we are one body of Christ. And it's so lovely to connect our faith, our struggles, our prayers, our needs with characters that we see and or follow or sing along with. And it can be we can learn lessons from them you can you can learn what not to do <laughs> true true and and have a nice song while you're at it and maybe even a dance five six seven eight faith, faith. Yeah. there you go nice. see it worked that time, it worked that time. <laughs> so uh at, at what i'm going to start this is the first show of the season let's start let's prepare ourselves uh with a prayer and then I'm going to prepare ourselves with a prayerful song that I use in parishes, <laughs> guilty, uh, during our stations of the, the cross. We, I have this before we started <laughs> and the kids love it. And, and I'm always like, this is from a musical theater show. But let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Oh, Lord, oh, Holy Spirit, come to Sister Cecilia and I. Inspire our words inspire our musical choices and help our listeners let their ears be open their minds open their hearts open to the different topics different ideas that we share with them today may whatever they hear today bring a smile to their face or some peace in their heart let us bring comfort through what we share today in your name we pray amen amen father son 
All right, Sister Cecilia, from Godspell, The Revival, this is Prepare Ye. The Way of the Lord from the new Broadway cast album of Godspell. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And Sister Cecilia. Oh, this is five, six, seven, eight. Faith. Faith. <laughs> see, see? Boom. We're getting it. We're getting it. And I've got Sister Cecilia here with me today, and we are talking musicals. Sister Ooh. Cecilia. Yes, ma'am. You directed this show. Was it in Australia? Was it somewhere else? This is in Australia. Got With to Hugh Jackman this. as Jesus. Joking. <laughs> Hashtag Hugh Jackman. Oh, my Lord. I'd spend the whole time just... Oh, I can't talk, can't talk. Oh, just sing for me, sing for me. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Oh, but how did yeah. you... This show is... So it was way back... Is it the 70s or the 60s? Well, oh, this is where our historical night. But anyway, imagine 60s or 70s, mm. same time as Vatican II or Vatican mm-hmm. II has just gone out. And so, if anything, the Holy Spirit was definitely flowing from Vatican II and into the hearts and minds of Tim Rice. Oh, dear. Is, is he Tim Rice? Are you Tim Rice that wrote this? No, t- Stephen Schwartz. Stephen Schwartz. Oh, naughty, Elena. Yeah, naughty. You, you've gone to JACS. Oh, no. I've, oh, no. Naughty, naughty. Mm. So, Stephen Schwartz. Yeah, Stephen Schwartz. Coming to him, being like, listen, Stephen, we're going to share the story of God, of Jesus, in this musical. Can you give us a breakdown of the plot? Because this, families, this is such, I haven't seen a good movie version of it, but to be no. honest, it's better live. It's better live. Could you give us a little breakdown of the story, the plot, but don't give away the ending? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's about Jesus, but we won't give away the ending of the <laughs> life of Jesus. Um, 
You're so crazy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what is it. So it starts off, uh, that's one of the opening songs. It's not, depending on how you play it, there's actually, there's some stuff that happens before that, but that tends to be kind of like the big thing. Obviously, John the Baptist, prepare the way, it goes into the baptisms, and you basically follow the life of Jesus. I think it's mainly from the combination of the book of Matthew and the book of John, but I think mainly Matthew, and leading up until, and officially it it finishes um, at the crucifixion uh, with the disciples carrying out um, Jesus' body. Now, we were a bit cheeky, which I've seen other companies do as well, is that at the end of that there's a real rousing uh, remix, replay of Prepare the Way of the Lord. And uh, what we did is um, I chucked in there um, a reading of the passage about Jesus' resurrection, which then meant the rousing Prepare the Way of the Lord did two things. One, it introduced the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, but because of the words Prepare prepare the Way of the Lord – we then directed that out to the audience yes. to say the story doesn't finish here. Um, the ministry of John pointing people to Jesus, the Lamb of, of God, who takes away the sin of the world, that mission is now um, yours as an audience. So we, so that's how I was able to play it, by presenting it that way. Yes. Let's talk about that because the audience is such an important part of theatre. That's why we love theatre. love theatre. Mm. And that's the way you find Theater fanatics. It's because the uh, you don't. Ha- it's not theater without an audience. Nope. It could be just. It could be just one person. But it's. <laughs> got, well, I've had many arguments with my theater professors about it could be one person. He's like, <laughs> uh, but it has to have this audience, and the audience has a role to play mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Godspell, their role is to go back out and share the love and life and lessons and le- and learnings from Jesus. Uh, it's our job to clap. <laughs> it's our job to boo even. Boo. <laughs> and that reminds me of a bit of mass in a way. All right. Sit back, <laughs> Sister Cecilia. See, I might be wrong. I I'm might, intrigued. I might be wrong. I'm going to throw out this theory. <laughs> yeah. What if mass is kind of like a musical theater show? You've got your entrance song. And then you've got your your readings, your lessons learned. And then you've got to prepare the, ooh, the drama comes with the high sacrifice at the altar. More music. We're singing together as a congregation. It's like audience, huge audience participation. And then at the end, you sing and you go out and continue the story. What do you think? <laughs> If if I was still because when I when I converted five years ago I was trying to be a Pentecostal pastor if any of you have heard my awakenings spiel oh it's available on uh, podcasts on Spotify Google <laughs> and Apple <laughs> iTunes but go on hashtag Sister <laughs> Cecilia um so uh, if if I five years ago had heard that as a a, a connection I'd been like. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, praise Jesus. Yep. Um, and and even as my time working in other denominations, we've been like, absolutely. And I think it for you know, it's the richness of the mass that there's that I think, and it's one of the beautiful things that Mike Schwartz, Father Mike Schwartz talk, uh, talks about with the mass, is that as an audience member seeing a show, you um you're sort of sitting back and watching and whatever. But I think the, the beauty of the Mass is a number of things. One is that you're not just partaking. It's not even like you're on stage. <laughs> um, but it's you're doing a number of things. You, you are participating in an act of worship and sacrifice with 
the entire his timeline oh, um, good point. Good with, point. with saints that have been before saints that have come. We're partaking in what's actually currently happening in the heavenlies. It's one of the things that I love is as we sing, you know, as we, you know, depending if you're singing or saying, um, you know, the holy, holy, like it always spins me out that I'm going, I'm actually doing with what's happening in the heavenlies right now. I'm joining in with them. Um, and so that always freaks me out and, and I always love it. And I think, too, the other thing is that we've got that amazing aspect where um, in, unlike any other denomination because of um, our understanding of the Eucharist, uh, there's the understanding of us also entering in the, the, the aspect, which which is the pinnacle of the Mass, of course, is the consecration and the Eucharist, is that moments like... Um, where the 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 um the elements are being brought forward, you know, when when you can spend when people spend some time in if you can um looking at how um the 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 the, the um <laughs> sacrifice of the Eucharist connects so powerfully with the cross, connects so powerfully mm. with the Old Testament, and in actual fact, um on on YouTube and the book is there as well. Scott Hahn does an amazing talk called the Fourth Cup. Um, and um, and it's one of the things that he does, and I listen to this talk all the time because it's just a great reminder, um, and just things you didn't you don't even think about in terms of how the mass connects with the crucifixion, connects with the Old Testament sacrifice. Um, and another one too, as I mentioned before, um, Father Mike Schmitz, he does a great talk also on the mass in terms of all that it looks like, um, called the hour that will change your life. And so, all these kinds of things of going, um, you you know, partake in it, be part of it, all those those um, kind of things. Now, in saying that, of course, you know, earlier you mentioned the power of music in terms of inviting us, bringing us forward. And I know I, I used to sing in the choir and be cantor at the cathedral in Adelaide. And that was when the choir master was choosing the music, that that was imperative. What is it that brings the congregation into that space? What is the music? What are the songs? Even, as you know, the speed, the rhythm, all those kinds of things can either cause us to be like meh or to really usher us into that space so that we can actually make the most of the mass, we can make the most of church, and we do leave changed people to be able to then take that out and about to the world. Yeah, and... And uh, and it's definitely the difference. Definitely, also with mass and a theater show, is a theater is a a representation, a mask, mm. something over it. It's not a documentary. Yeah, it's really good actually. I and that. mass, I didn't. I just thought about it while you're talking. Wow, you're so clever. <laughs> Praise <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it is really happening, and that's mm. why Catholics can't say that that mass is is like theater because it's really happening. Jesus, mm. the Eucharist is becoming Jesus. The wine is becoming the blood, and that doesn't. In, and theaters try to make sure because that hey 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 we are this is not real happening we are characters mm-hmm. this is the story da 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 da, da. Uh, it's not a documentary and theater in the history in history has had so much naughty problems they have, they have. you've got those naughty directors that say <laughs> no you really need to do this mm-hmm. oh you Jackman you really need to get the scars no 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 mm-hmm. that is that mm-hmm. theater one. For all you theatre people, especially young people, if your director ever tells you that you really know, wait, no, red warning, red warning. But in mass, it does happen. It does. It does happen. Yeah. And I think too, like you just mentioned about, you know, people involved in theatre and it's a powerful thing. 
And it's one that, you know, doing, you know, having an agent and being invited and asked to do certain characters and, and certain parts in films or on stage or whatever. And I think it's a really important question to ask, whether you're a Christian or otherwise, that to ask yourself, what's the line in the sand for me? What's the thing I won't do? And you need to do that before you go into it, because if you wait, the line is, you know, too movable. Um, and I think, you know, with that, it's the same kind of thing. I love, you know, I did a subject as a part of my master's looking at the question, what is Christian, what, what is Christian theatre? What is Christian art? And I love, who's the guy that plays Sam Wide in the Lord of the Rings series? Oh, um, he's like the football guy. Football guy. He, no. was in, he was in that Notre Dame. Ruby, Rudy, Rudy. Okay, so if you know, listeners, you can, you can. I'm sure you're sitting there yelling at your radio or at your iPhone or something, saying it's this guy. But I love, like, he's he's a strong Christian, and his attitude um, is that anything that draws people towards virtue or towards goodness or towards God, that for him is Christian theatre. And I think that's a really beautiful stance. It is. Mm. Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Hashtag Sean Astin. Hashtag Sean Astin. Is he? He's not. He's, he's American. He's American. Totally American. Mm. Good guy. Yeah. Such a nice guy. He was good in Rudy. Good film, a good Christian film to watch as well. Okay, Rudy. Well, it's American football. though. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But Notre Dame, he plays for a Catholic school as well. Oh, look at this. See, See? it all. Hashtag Aston. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Let's go in to this rhythm, though, that mm. you slipped in there. This I rhythm. Know, rhythm is so important in musicals, not only for the dance numbers, but <laughs> just to build that emotional uh, mm -hmm. feeling amongst the characters, amongst the the set, the staging, the lighting all needs this rhythm and then it spreads into the heartbeats mm. of the audience. Mm. Now, you had a great suggestion earlier about, uh, not on air, but before we talked, about a great song that has some good rhythm. And it's in a controversial show. Yes. Oh, so, what do we think? Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, um, for for those you know, like, and we did say, like, um, Jesus Christ Superstar is is controversial, and I and I think you know, and I'm not sure if we're going to talk about this later, but you know, that's even a question of what do we do in that space? And I've been really fortunate. I had uh, a friend in Adelaide um, who got the role of of Jesus. I'm not friends with Tim Minchin or anything, but you know, <laughs> he wasn't Jesus. Tim Minchin, <laughs> oh, he was he was Judas. That's right. He was Jesus. That's right. Um, but you know, and and it was a really great opportunity because you know. He, we basically spent time together, and he said, "Look, I want to play this role really well. You're a Christian. Can you walk through the the Gospels with me and show me what Jesus was really like?" I'm like, "Sure, no worries. <laughs> I can do that." I for love you. that he asked you as well. That's. <laughs> did you feel humble? Were you like, "Oh, were you, or did your head just start blowing bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> and float away?" <laughs> I'm, I'm. I feel really blessed with my with my with my theatre friends. Oh. Um. The, yeah, that's you know that's not un uncommon, and they you know they they're just you know they're just they're great, but uh, yeah, but the this piece I was thinking about uh, with Jesus Christ Superstar, um, which is is the trial scene, and especially um, the the um, scourging, which we would say in terms of the um, the stations of the cross, the scourging at the pillar. Um, but it's literally just the same guitar riff over and over again. Dun, 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 dun. And then it's just someone counting from one to 39. 
but the power of the rhythm and the growing intensity within that takes you on this incredible journey of the scourging of Jesus. Oh, let's let's have a listen. Let's have a listen. Here we go. I'm gonna. It's gonna be midway because the song in general is seven minutes long. Yeah, it's the whole trial. Unless you need to go to the toilet, sister. Do we do? No, 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 no. Um, wait, so we're gonna give you a bit, and so he's he's got the trial. He's he's got there. We're about to get into the scourging. Uh, this it has some dramatic warning. There is some dramatic music in here and rhythms. Uh, so let's have let's have a listen. Here we go. Has been noticeably lacking. Who is this Jesus? Why is he different? You Jews produce messiahs for the sackcloth. Talk to me, Jesus Christ. at your Jesus Christ. I'll agree he's mad or to be locked up, but that is not a reason to destroy him. He's a sad little man, not a king or God, not a thief. I need a crime. Behold a man, behold a shattered king. Hypocrites! You hate us more than him! I find a reason! I see no evil! This man is harmless! Why does he upset you? He's just misguided! Thinks he's important! But to keep you just happy, I shall flog him! Definitely, definitely building up the intensity, definitely building up the, the drama. 
Uh, that was from the 2000 film version of Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, and uh, it's uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, musical. Hmm. This is Radio Maria and this is 5678 Faith. Faith. <laughs> and I'm Helena and I've got Sister Cecilia with me today for our first episode of the season. What about you? Do you have a love for music? Do you have a love for musicals? Well, I am going to open the studio line. Oh, I didn't tell you, Sister Cecilia. <laughs> We're going to open <laughs> the studio exciting. line. I know, I know. And have it available for you to call in and tell us and share with us some of your favorite musicals or numbers that have really helped you. We're trying to keep it a focus on faith. So is there, oh, oh there's this, this, this song, this song, this song, this song. Give us, uh, here is the number for Into the Studio. Zero two, zero three, seven eight, one eight, four two three. One more time. The number to call into the studio is zero two zero three seven eight one eight four two three. Ooh. Have you ever seen Jesus Christ Superstar live? Yes, I went and saw my friend in it. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. There you go. Yeah. and it's and it's it's interesting because you know when we went and saw it, and it is controversial and appropriately controversial. I think I, if I had a choice, I would you know be doing Godspell before Jesus Christ Superstar. Me too. But the other thing you know with with that is I think a couple of things uh, is, is when when they did do it, they did have picketers out the front from various churches. They did have churches do letterbox drops telling people not to go see it, you know, all this kind of thing. So it was really quite a tricky time. Um, but what was amazing in that space is, as I said, I was able to spend some you know, time with Rob because for him he didn't see it as a faith journey. Um, of course I did. But, <laughs> but as a chance to play Jesus appropriately. But, it, you know, it had some amazing opportunities. Um, another friend of mine that I do a lot of theatre with, Beck, um, she's currently getting ready to play Lady Macbeth, which is kind of cool in Macbeth. Um, she, uh, you know, for her, she was like, I don't get it, I don't get it. So, for example, you know, um, the, it goes very much down the road of seeing Judas as, and even Jesus actually as this puppet, as this victim. And so to be able to have this amazing chat with my non-church friends, to be able to say, okay, well, this is why, and it really is from Judas's perspective, and you know, and be able to talk about different Bible passages and things like that. Um, and so, it actually, you know, in some ways, you know, and it's quite funny now, we would be in a different setting, and someone would ask a question, and my non-Christian friends answer it from a biblical perspective. These are people that, apart from you know, they're just so supportive they came to my confirmation, all that kind of stuff. But they're not likely to walk into a church even at Easter time. But they sat there and watched Jesus being scourged. They watched, well, you know, the the representation, the, the representation of Jesus being crucified, the intensity of the crowd. And they themselves, because we are humans, they came out going, what's the deal with that crowd? One minute they're singing Hosanna and the next minute they're seeing crucify him. So you know, it's it you know even shows like that gave me re give real opportunity for us to be able to say, look, I'm probably never going to see you in a church, but you know this gives me an amazing opportunity to share faith, share Jesus, share the church, and so it's it's amazing. And it, and it brings us back to the responsibility that there is behind it as mm. well, and because you are uh, reaching out to different people, you, different folks are going to be experiencing it, and 
but what a lovely way to open the door or the window and be like, oh, look at this story. Yeah. Another story that you think is, not, you don't think it's controversial, the staging, the, the brought to the West End staging of the Prince of Egypt. Oh, dear. Uh, Guys, the movie, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We, this is how I introduced my sons to the Moses story. I was like, well, just check this out. And they loved it. Mm. They, it's so beautifully done. The cartoon work, the imagery, the music. Mm. We got Hans Zimmer, who's Hans just... Zimmer. You know, he's one of my him and John Williams, two of my favourite composers, uh, contemporary composers. But yeah, just breathtaking. And he's and he's he's his family's Jewish, so he brings some of that to his score. Yeah. Mm. And so it's it's now on the West End. I've got an update for Sister Celia. <laughs> We're going to go in August to see it. <laughs> My husband is in love with the soundtrack. I warned him. I said, oh, I don't know. Sister Cecilia, you got to see like uh, previews. So it may yep. have changed from them. It may uh, have changed. That's one of the reasons I do previews is they do audience, they gauge the audience. What do they think? You know, and, you know, and even shows like Wicked, they did an unusual thing where they did their previews in San Francisco because they knew that if something drops in a week in New York that's the end of it mm. and based on their previews they rewrote Wicked they added characters got rid of characters added songs removed songs um and so yeah so it might might have changed especially if it was you know they, they gauge it from the audience that I was a part <laughs> of um but I think the the thing for me and again um I, and it's probably a part of my musical background and just loving Hunt Zimmer's score um, the stage production doesn't include Hunt Zimmer's work. So oh. all the the instrumental stuff that he wrote isn't there. All the songs that he wrote um, aren't there. Um, so for me being such a lover of Hunt Zimmer, that was a key, key element. Um, and so uh, Stephen Schwartz has written more music to, um, oh, we've got a bit of a Stephen Schwartz feel today, um, <laughs> which isn't a good thing. But anyway, um, so... <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, but I think, um, and it was interesting. So even that, so, you know, um, what, what, what he, what Stephen Schwartz has done is he's really taken the story, which is quite an interesting conversation point in itself. And he's presented it from his own personal perspective. And so what you actually see, and again, whether this has changed, cause it was, was the previews that I saw, um, uh, that it was really, it really became a battle between two gods, the god of Egypt and the god of Israelite, oh. and that um, Pharaoh and Moses, similar to the way he paints Jesus and Judas, are puppets, um, almost playing victim um, to the will of the gods, so to speak, um, and the the uh, the ending really happens where, where the two of them um, Pharaoh and Moses what the the way it's re rewritten is that they kind of have this amiable closure um, where they go their own separate ways you go worship your God I'll go worship mine and isn't life lovely kind of of thing um, and so so the interesting thing is that that you know that he's written he's rewritten scripture. <laughs> Yeah, um, and but, the film. The film just ends and with the film. Pharaoh yeah, which, just like, yeah. 
are. Yeah, and it'd be interesting. There's nothing online that I can find, but it would be interesting to see whether this change of direction influenced Hans Zimmer in terms of not being a part of that because, as I said, he comes from a very traditional, very strong Jewish heritage. So whether that for him was a, I can't do that to my family's faith, but that's me totally speculating. There's line in the sand. That's me totally me speculating. There's very quiet on the Western Front about that. Um, but that you know, but as I was sharing with that about people, they you know they sort of said, well, that's interesting in itself. Can you take a, a story, which is really what also what he did uh, with with what Lloyd Webber did with Jesus Christ Superstar, is he kind of went, well, let's take this story but present it from Judas's mm. potentially. Mm. I mean, it's not, but the idea of Judas's perspective. So with this one, it's quite interesting taking the biblical story and going, well. For me as Stephen Schwartz, this is how I see it. You know, it's actually these two gods and people People are just victim to the will of the gods and the battling of the gods. Very Greek mythology type yeah. stuff. So it's quite quite interesting. Hmm. Love it. I'm so excited. I'll tell you, I'll give you my full review yeah. after we go to see it. Now, like we were saying, it's rhythm. It's driving. So <laughs> at mass, which is not a theatrical movement or anything. But we start with an opening. It's not an opening number. Sorry. It's the (laughs) recessional. No, is it the processional? Processional. And it's in a way very similar to how the Lion King starts its show where you come amongst the people, Mm -hmm. amongst the congregation, amongst the audience, and you start bringing up. And in a way, you're inviting all those that you walk past, the priest, I think that's such an important part is coming from us. He is amongst us, the body of Christ, to go up to lead us into this sacrifice. Mm. And so in a way, the the processional song needs to be very specifically chosen. Uh, I made so many stakes, mistakes when doing the Ablaze Mass in, in Cambridge where we were like, we just want something really riled up. Let's get them riled up. And that's not what we should be doing. <laughs> no, it needs to be a contemplative let's get ready for what we're about to experience it might be joyful it might be beautiful it might be holy but there's also the sacrifice in it so we need to have more of a drawing in contemplative song and that's how prince of egypt begins you ready here for uh, again this is a very long song so i started it like <laughs> midway um and then we'll, we'll we'll fade it out but this is deliver us from the motion picture soundtrack of the prince of egypt
very good, very good. That was Deliver Us from the soundtrack of the motion picture, Prince of Egypt. This is 5678 Faith Faith. (laughs) on Radio Maria. You've got me, Helena, and Sister Cecilia in the house. And we are talking musical theatre and faith. And so far we've heard songs from the hit Revival of Godspell, Prepare Ye. We've also heard the trial song from Jesus Christ Superstar. 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 Oh, it just didn't sound right when I said it, but it's correct. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. And now we've just heard from the Prince of Egypt. Uh, now, those three very easy songs. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Helena, those are, duh, those are Christian musicals. But we're going to go deeper now. Ooh. Back to our friend Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Oh, I, should, I should totally have his version of singing it. I will. Though, so I'm <laughs> going to delay talking. If you would like, before we start talking about this next bit, if you'd like to call in and say, oh, Sister Cecilia Helena, this this is a great song. Give us a call. It's 07. Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, it's 020378184. Four, two, three. As always, you can email us at info at radiomariaengland.uk. You can send us a text or WhatsApp to our uh, studio mobile as well. And if we don't get it on this show, there are maybe seven shows during the summer. Let's get your, your let's get you on. Let's get you on. Don't just give me suggestions. Well, do, but let's get you on the radio. <laughs> All right. Moving in to all right, so we were talking about how important rhythm is uh, to build the tension, to build the excitement of the, the musical. But now this is something that lots of people like to make fun of. <gasps> how come they just break out into song? <laughs> we don't break out into song in real life. And I say, oh, contraire, I do, my friend, I sing. So there you go. Singing in musicals is usually when a character has a moment when they just can't express their feelings, their emotions, what they want to say. And it just comes out through dance, through song, and it comes out. Usually it could be like a monologue where they're singing, they're speaking to themselves, speaking to God, figuring something out. It might be a timeout in the action of the play where there's this, and then time back in, and then they actually act on what they just sang about. And that is one of th- that's a, a very lovely part of musicals when that happens. And when I started talking about thinking about this, Sister Cecilia actually read my mind and was like, Helena, there's this song from a certain musical that all British people love that is that that really kind of explains this inner questioning. Go for it. Which one I suggested a few. Is this, oh my goodness, is this, this is Miz. Oh, Les Oh Miz. my goodness, my dear. This is so Americans hold British people in awe because this came from your homeland, England. <laughs> Not your homeland, sister, sister. sister. Mine. <laughs> uh, from from England, from London. This is Les Mis. It's, it's taken over the world and it's come from here. So they, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber is from London as well. Mm-hmm. Stephen Schwartz is now. No, American. American. Is he related to Mike Schwartz? You mentioned Father Mike Schwartz, and I was like, Ooh. oh. No, no, I don't no, think there's any connection. Oh well, oh, well, oh, well. But anyway, Les Mis and the song, Who Am I? What's that all about? Well, um, yeah, Les Mis, amazing. Um, so, so, yeah, so in terms of a song being expressed something, and it can be that by doing it with, within song, it helps the audience capture it and and 
come along on the journey in a way that they might not be able to. It was a speech or soliloquy or something like that. But also it, I think what it does is it can enable the actor um, to present the struggle in in a real way that actually enables them and the music to take the really present the emotion. So in this moment in Les Mis, um, I was about to say Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Jean Valjean um, is in this moment where he, it's put before him, um, where he's he's found out that someone else has been arrested for the for the crime that he did. And they're convinced it's him. And he knows that he's got a choice in front of him. He can either own up to the fact that it's him, knowing what then befalls him in terms of going back to prison um, and also the the responsibilities that he's now got in various paths, his, you know, what happens to the people with those. And so through this you've got this amazing struggle of, you know, of humanity, of what do I do in this situation? And I think... One of the powerful things about it, you know, is that especially when we're discerning as Christians, we tend to be discerning with what at least what we perceive to be, you know, choosing between two goods. And I think it's part of the power of this song. It's not just do I be a complete jerk and do the wrong thing or do I do the good thing? Um, But I think he really presents the Christian struggle of how do I choose between what seems to be two goods? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. This whole, the book, I, I've not, uh, the book is so, it's even better. Oh. I can't, how could it be better? Well, it is. <laughs> it's even better. It's long, but it's worth it's it. It's long, and long. you'll learn more about French history than you probably ever needed to know, but it's powerful. <laughs> but love and struggle. So let's have a listen. This is Hugh Jackman, <laughs> hashtag Hugh Jackman, singing Who Am I from the film version of Les Mis. Man is me. Without a second glance, the stranger they have found, this man could be my chance. Why should I say these hide? Why should I write this wrong? When I have come so far and struggled for so long, if I speak, I am condemned. If I stay silent, I am damned. I am the master of hundreds of workers. They all look to me. Can I abandon them? How will they live if I am not free? If I speak, they are condemned. If I stay silent, I am damned. Who am I? Can I condemn this man to slavery? Pretend I do not feel his agony. This innocent who bears my face, who goes to judgment in my place, who am I? Can I conceal myself forevermore? Pretend I'm not the man I was before. That must my name until I die Be no more than an alibi Must I lie? How can I ever face my fellow men? How can I ever face myself again? My soul belongs to God, I know I made that bargain long ago He gave me hope when hope was gone He gave me strength to 
to turn me on Who am I? Who am I? Jean-Belchon And so, Your Honor, you see it's true. This man bears no more guilt than you. Who am I? Two, four, six, oh, one. Oh, ho, 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 you track man, you track man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Who am I? I don't know. I'm Helena. <laughs> and you're Sister Cecilia. And this is Radio Maria. So we've got, that is such a, as a Christian, that is almost a prayer that you could have with with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. And we at Radio Maria, we have, we love Ignatian spirituality. And it's that kind of conversation that we'd like to help teach you to have. Not only asking what you need uh lord i need this this thank you for this god you're amazing but then it's just this questioning back and also giving time to hear him speak as well silence on the stage oh my goodness (laughs) if it's the right kind of silence if it's the right (laughs) if it's the whose line is this or where's that prop that i'm missing or why hasn't the orchestra come in that's not a good silence exactly yeah or this scene change is taking way too long way too long yeah yeah yeah. way too long never have too long of a scene change in black and silence bad move bad move rookie move as well rookie Rookie move. move as well yep um, uh, I, for each episode, I'm going to ask the guest to suggest one final number to finish off the show. And Sister Cecilia has chosen a beauty. And it might not be known to a lot of you because it's only in the theatre stage version, not in the film version. Can you share with us your choice to finish off the show? Yeah, sure. Well, this song I love because it's it's a, like a prayer. And for me, I hear it and I listen to it and I'm like, this, this could be a psalm. Like this could have easily been something that King David wrote or one of the other psalm writers wrote with the anguish of calling out, you know, where are you, God? I'm in this situation. Where have you gone? Um, but then the beauty of the psalms, the beauty of God, is then the speaking and the hearing of hope in the midst of that space. So and one of the things I love about it, which I love about the psalms, is he doesn't speak out home because everything's fixed, but he speaks out hope because he hears the truth in the midst of the struggle, which is nice. powerful. And it's, you know, it's a very, you know, beautiful thing. And for me, the other reason I love it, it also is a reminder that um, we can, you know, we can get a bit self, you know, self inward looking. But, you know, if we open our eyes, and I think there's another beautiful part of nation spirituality is the use of the imagination and seeing God in these different places um, that for me, you know, it's, you know, it was an amazing song of, you know, when I was you know struggling with different things and, and even now that you can just put it on and you feel like that you've got this journey. So another beautiful thing is you can see these beautiful ways in which the Lord works um, through the arts and through different areas that don't necessarily present the life of Jesus but still guide people towards truth and virtue and you know God himself so the song is from yeah tell us the title you, you built it <laughs> I up I know I know suspense <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, it's from uh, The Lion King and yes. it's called Endless Night 
And Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer apparently was a part of the additional music and lyrics. Yes, so he may have been a he's part our of one, this So one. yeah, he's he's everywhere. Oh, he is. All right, let's listen to Endless Night, Endless Night from the soundtrack of the Broadway version of The Lion King. <laughs> Guiding my path 
Endless Night from the soundtrack of Lion King on Broadway. Oh, Sister Cecilia, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Add that to my playlist at home. (laughs) This is 5678 Faith. Faith. (laughs) And this is Helena and Sister Cecilia. This was our first episode for the summer. We'll be back next week. Uh, it's actually uh, we'll be back next week at 11am on Thursday if you'd like to rehear this show or if you missed the beginning you want to hear the whole thing do join us Friday at 9pm ooh that's a good way to end your Friday, your week. It's pretty good. With me and Cecilia as your company. Yeah, well, what could you want? There you go. Saturday, you can listen to us at 7.30 in the morning. Definitely uh, breakfast, a cup of coffee and us. Yeah. You maybe <laughs> Not at 7.30 on a Sunday. Uh, uh, no, but p- blessings to those who do. There you go. And then Sunday at 5 p.m. And Wednesday at 2 a.m. And then next Thursday, we've got the new show. This will be available as a podcast for only a limited amount of time. Uh, So if you want to listen, you've got four weeks to listen before we have to take it down due to copyright issues with music. But all, all thanks to all the music performers that created the music we listened to today, to all the writers, Hans Zimmer, uh, Stephen Schwartz, Tim Rice, uh, Hugh Jackman, Angela Weber. <laughs> Angela Weber. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. And thank you, Sister Cecilia. Thank you. It's fun. I do hope I'll get to you on again, but I'm, I'm not sure what the fates, what stars, are they aligned? But we shall see. Stars. Okay. In the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Next show, next show. Uh, So, Sister Cecilia, could you please end us with a prayer, please? Of course. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you that we are created uh, in your image and that includes us being creative beings. We thank you that you love us holistically, including our emotion, our loves, our passions. And we thank you for the gift of the arts, uh, including, as we've talked about today, musicals. Uh, We pray for, I guess, encouragement for Christians involved in the arts scene um, and protection for them. Give them amazing opportunities. We pray for shows that are out there. May they draw people into virtue closer to you. We pray for shows that are being written even now. Um, that you, by your Holy Spirit, be quickening people uh, to be creative and to give, give glory to you whatever way it may be. And I also want to pray for people that needed to hear that song today, that needed to hear that the night will end, that the sun will shine and that they will hear your voice again. Uh, we thank you for um, just the gift of your spirit and the way that you work in us and through us and including in the arts. Help us to move forward in all things of you. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Celia. Thank you to our Radio Maria community. And join us next week for 5678 Faith.